Welcome back to another episode of Mr. Mysteries in Black and White with your two hosts, myself, Ed, and my main man, Josh. How are we doing? First things first, as always, Josh, how you been, my man? Yeah, not too bad at all, my brother. Not yeah. too bad at all. Yourself? Yeah, all right. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, as usual. Um, I feel a lot better this week than I did last. Oh, yeah, same. <laughs> same, yes. Much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, not too bad. Just... Uh, just keep going, don't we? You yeah, know what boy. I mean? like, fucking weather shite, but apart from that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, not doing too bad, not too too bad. Hope everyone who's listening is having a good t- having a good day or evening or whatever, what time you're listening. Mm-hmm. And um if you joined us last week, we was doing about British myths and legends. Mainly well, mainly legends, yeah. Ethan. But I hope everyone enjoyed that. And you heard last week that uh we this episode is a is a particularly sensitive episode yeah. but we will try to do it in our normal manner like yeah with, whilst to, whilst being respectful but yeah try yeah. to do it in our normal humorous manner well well what we consider humorous you might not fucking think <laughs> it but oh well <laughs> but we're talking about the vile creature known as ian huntley yep and what he done what year was it 2000 and uh, two. 2002. 2002, yeah. Which is yeah. mad, like, what was it? 21 years ago. Mm. That is fucking mad. That is crazy. I was six, seven years yeah, old. Yeah, so, so was you, so. 21 but, fucking years ago. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah, and he, and I feel like he, he to this day, he, he's like Voldemort. Like, a lot of people yeah. don't want to mention his name because of what he's done. Yeah, exactly. And, there's been people out there that have done horrific, like really horrific things, like uh, Fred and Rose West and, and people yeah, like that. Brady, but, a lot of them. Yeah. yeah, but it does seem like, especially with Huntley, like it's it, it's just forbidden. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I think it's because I know it's weird though because I think it was, I think it's like the boldness of it. Yeah, I think that's the main thing because the fact of like I'll go into it obviously, but the fact that the guy actually went to like the press conferences went on live national tv news yeah and he was the cunt that done it i think that was the other level yeah it's like the bulb like, you really it. are a vile piece of shit aren't yeah you? yeah but um as well before we go right, right mad into it like uh i want to say thank you to everyone who do listen mm-hmm. um let's say at the minute we can't do our videos because the laptop's Dark crying a heap of shit <laughs> <laughs> but um so yeah so with that that's why we're we've really really considered doing the patreon and we've had people come to us and say like because um we've got a chat what you what you can go on on the facebook mm-hmm. and with that you get involved in everything i myself and josh usually we put stuff on there like saying like coming up with ideas yeah. getting people to help us as well like. yeah so it's, so it's theirs as well if you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly we've had a few and um and i mean i'd like to say oh we didn't actually spoke about it before coming on the air but we actually got an email yeah i know <laughs> which if you're listening thank you um bit mad yeah <laughs> did he email you back no who were 
for, for, for those that are interested and if you are listening I wouldn't read the, the actual well no but nah. we, we got an email basically just saying ring us yeah and then a number an American number yeah it's a so uh, to which I did reply saying oh sorry we are in the UK but if you do have any queries or anything please feel free to email us mm. haven't got one back but yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit strange that was a bit <laughs> odd yeah I remember when you sent it to me I was like what <laughs> But yeah, we've actually got an email. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. But um, yeah, as well uh, with with the Patreon and everything. Like I say, we we're still working on it. Like what we're gonna do, yeah, and everything like that. But um, hopefully people um do go for it with us because, it, like I say, me and Josh ourselves are not gonna profit out of it at all. No, at all. We're not gonna profit out of it at all. It, it is, is all going directly straight back to the podcast. Exactly, exactly. So hopefully you understand that and you and willing to uh, comply and help us make this podcast even better. Yeah, for you guys as well. Yes, yeah, that's it, why, it is for, that's for why them, we, yeah. why we want to try and make it as personal as possible so that like, you we, you don't feel that we are just sitting back going, yes, give me money. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, this, oh, fragment say like, oh, I've subscribed to this tier. Yeah. I know I'm putting in this much a month and that is going towards making the content better for myself to listen to yeah. or watch. Or... Really, what it's doing is creating more work for me and you. <laughs> Cause, yeah. Because as well, like, because sometimes we find it hard to, for the one day to record an episode, yeah. let alone with all the other things what we're willing to do. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to be flat out all the time. So yep. with that, like, yeah, it's got to be done. And yeah, I, of course. I, I think I think that will spur us on, though. I think so. Yeah, I think so. It's like, yeah, people are actually paying us to do this. We've got, we, we've we've got, got to do got, it. There's no other choice. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like, yeah, I think that will work out. I will, we'll work out better. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so thank, uh, so thank you again for that. And hopefully we will get it sorted and next few weeks mm-hmm. month maybe yeah around that time period yeah. yeah i'd say so um so yeah we'll get on to today's topic which like i say which we said is a very is a sensitive topic yeah but as well with that we will try and make a, make a light of it in the sense where it's not like heartbreaking no i think when we say we'll try and make light of it let's be honest we'll try and make light of ian hunt well no that sounds wrong We'll we're try gonna and take we, the piss out of Ian Huntley yeah. more than the actual victims. We won't no, take the piss out no, of victims in the all, slightest or anything like that. No, not at all. It'll yeah. be about that cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that creature. So, yeah, so with... with uh... Nah, mine's gone. <laughs> with that, Josh, <laughs> take it away, mate, before <laughs> I have an aneurysm. Right. So... The murders of schoolgirls Holly Wells and Jessica Chapman is one of the most talked about British crimes of the 21st century. Mm. For two weeks, news reporters and newspaper headlines kept the public up to date with information about the two girls who was considered missing at the time. Their bodies were finally found on August 17th, 2002. The man responsible for the crimes was 28-year-old school caretaker Ian Huntley. Why is school caretaker? It's like with fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Because Freddy Krueger was. Well, Well, the thing is, he was actually a college caretaker. He wasn't actually... He didn't work at that school. Oh, no. Oh, right. But going... I'll go back to the start. 
So Ian Huntley was born in Grimsby on 31st of January 1974. His life growing up, he was always the victim of bullying and always considered a bit of a loner. Mm. Well, in December 1994, he met a girl called Claire Evans and within a few weeks, they was already married. Oh, fucking hell. Claire would quickly discover that Huntley had a temper and would often put his hands around her neck. So already from day dot, this cunt's already... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's very unhinged. This resulted in her ending up having an affair with Ian's younger brother, Wayne. <laughs> Fucking hell. But even after this, Ian Huntley didn't grant Claire a divorce until 1999, and he did this to prevent Claire and Wayne's relationship from becoming official. Right. But during the same time, in 1998, Huntley actually fathered a daughter to a 15-year-old girl whilst he was still legally married. Right, so I, I don't get that. He did grant her a divorce because she didn't want her to leave, pretty much. For, yeah, for her bro- they, for they, they had separated. Yeah, but it, but with that time, he was like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking make your mind up, prick. Yeah, especially, hang on, we've glanced over it. was a 15-year-old girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That, we've glanced right over that. It was a 15-year-old girl. He... He's fathered a child. Thing is, though, like the parents of that fifty-year-old girl must have known, because it's not like, oh, she's getting a bit of weight on. And it was <laughs> well, like, yeah, oh, exactly. oh, she's got a baby. Like, why? I always wonder why this bloke used to keep coming round. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's what I mean. That's yeah. fucking, oh, I don't know. He was a lunatic, but apparently, it was weird because like so many people have said about him that you could tell there was something off with him, but at the same time, he was to some people. I think this is why. He had a because uh, the common cause with him was that he did, for lack of a better word, prey on younger women. Right, and I think it was because at that age you are impressionable. Mm. So, and he did have this way of like being charming and charismatic to him. Yeah, which to a young girl you don't know. No. Do you know what I mean? You're just <clears throat> oh, man's giving me attention. Do you, do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, he's very nice. You yeah, exactly. I mean? yeah. So I think that's why he did it. Well, during his 20s, he actually preyed on underage girls and the police that investigated the case believed that there was up to 60 underage girls that he had some kind of sexual interaction with. Fucking hell. 60? Yeah. Six zero? Yeah, six zero. Jesus. Well, in 1998, at 24 years old, Huntley would appear in court charged with burglary and the rape of an 18-year-old girl. All right. Both charges were dropped due to lack of evidence, but he was obviously gaining a very bad reputation in Grimsby. Yeah, he's getting a bit of notoriety. Yeah, exactly. In February 1999, Ian Huntley would meet a 22-year-old girl called Maxine Carr, and Mm. just after four weeks, the pair had moved in together. Maxine Carr was looked at as an easy target to Huntley because she is... She was naive and easily manipulated. Right. So to her, like I said earlier, he appeared charming and interesting. Yeah. Well, in February 2000, the couple moved from Grimsby to Scunthorpe, to which they made friends with a neighbour called Marissa Gibb. Mm. Um, she recalls that one night, uh, she returned home from work to see a police van outside Huntley and Maxine Carr's house. The next day, she asked Maxine Carr if everything was alright, to which Maxine replied that Ian has been accused of raping Grimsby. She also claimed that Ian Raping was... Raping Grimsby. Watch, he, he's raped the whole town. <laughs> a rape in oh, Grimsby. I thought he said raping Grimsby. I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> fucking hell, he must have some old boy on him. He's raped the whole fucking city. <laughs> what? 
Well, she also claimed that Ian was always getting accused of this, and that's why they moved to Scunthorpe in the first place. <laughs> Which, I'm not I'm being funny. sorry, but fucking... Uh, you mean Maxine Cartwright is saying he's always getting accused of this. He's a little bugger, isn't he? Yeah, it's Look, like... It, <laughs> um, take a fucking hint. Yeah. <laughs> he's a wrong'un. <laughs> fucking do one. Leave him. You know what I mean? Fucking hell. For fuck's sake. You know, one or twice, maybe, but... Three, four, five, <laughs> alarm bells. Are, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Alarm bells are sort of start. I got ringing at this point. They're fucking ringing. It's like the fucking doomsday <laughs> bell, mate. Like, what the fuck? Well, during their time in Scunthorpe, the couple rarely left the house, and it wasn't long before Marissa Gibb noticed Huntley's controlling and aggressive behaviour. Mm. To the point that if Marissa went round for a cuppa. Maxine would have to bleach clean the mug and the table, and she wasn't to let any uh, Ian know that anybody had been round. So right. he's already, you know what I mean, he's a control freak. Yeah. She would even sometimes see Huntley lash out and hit Maxine Carr. Fucking hell. Well, in 2001, the couple decided to move again to a town called Soham, yeah, which was close to us. Very really. close to us. Like we said, yeah, like we said the other day, we went past it yeah. to get to Duxford. Yeah, like, yeah that is incredibly close. To yeah. Well, Maxine Carr got a job as a teaching assistant at St. Andrew's Primary School with Huntley getting a caretaker job at a nearby college. This job actually... How? Because How? He's, he's on the police radar, even though like it's all like he got away with it, say, but he, it's still... That's why... He hasn't been charged, so he's not being put on the register, is he? Well, no, but you think they'd take that into consideration that he's been put on trial for it. Mm. But at the same time, it was because of this crime that that sort of thing and he, came he into play. he got arrested in Scunthorpe for raping, the, for raping Grimsby. Like, even though, yeah, again, he might not have got charged. It's still like... Well, yeah. It's still, you know what I mean? It's added up. You'd think that they'd, they'd take all that into consideration, yeah. with well, that, especially with that kind of charge. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But I suppose nowadays they would because yeah. of this crime. Yeah, 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 probably, yeah. Well, um, this job also came with a cottage for the pair to live in. On Sunday the 5th of, uh, 4th of August 2002, two of Maxine Carr's pupils, Holly Wells and Jessica Chapman, were enjoying a family barbecue when the girls decided they wanted to go, uh, to go for the shop. They decided that they wanted to go to the shop for some sweets. They did this without telling their parents where they were going. Right. At 8.30 that evening, the parents noticed that the girls were missing. Wait, what? 8.30 in the evening? Yeah. You'd t- oh, 20 minutes, surely, you'd be like, where are they? You know what yeah. I mean? I'm sorry, like, I know, like, it's, you know, you don't know unless you're there, but if you, if it's your children, you want to keep half an eye yeah. on them at all times, and they only noticed at half eight in the evening. Like, these are young girls, that's getting close to their bedtime, like, mm. you'd think they'd have some sort of inkling where yeah. they are. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. Do you know what I mean? Like... Well, the next morning, the families, along with a hundred of hundreds of volunteers, began to search the area. Mm. Later that same day, the police issued a public appeal. On the 5th of August, Holly and Jessica's parents appeared on a national TV press conference to which Ian Huntley himself was present at. Mm. Around 500 locals and as many police officers also joined in the search, making it one of the biggest the UK has ever seen. Yeah. The search continued for over a week. On the 15th of August, Sky News decided to retrace the girls' steps, including talking to the last person that most likely have seen, the, seen them, Ian Huntley. 
He told the news that he was grooming his dog down on the front doorstep when the girls walked past and asked how Mrs. Carr was before they ended up walking off. Around the same time, Maxine Carr was also interviewed, to which she said how kind and funny they were. Yeah. She but... also showed a letter that was given to her by Holly Wells and... Um, who, blah, 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 blah. She also showed a letter that was given to her by Holly, well, uh, Holly Wells and she said that this was the type of girl she was. Very... Because apparently she... Um, on the last day of time, she like cried to her or something saying, I'm going to miss you, blah, blah, blah. Oh. And Maxine Carr said, that's the type of girl she was. Well, after the interview, the news producer asked if the tape could be played back again, mm. to which they realised that Maxine Carr was speaking about the girls past in past tense. tense. I was just going to ask that, like you saying, were. Yeah, was. exactly. Like, and especially at the time they were considered missing. Only missing, yeah. Exactly. So this sparked up. So really, you think about it, if, it w- if she didn't say that, they may have gotten away with it. It was another thing. It was a, there was another tell, weren't there? With Ian Huntley. With Ian Huntley. Yeah. I know you'll probably go into it, but uh, uh, are, are you? Um, do you know what? I don't think I am. No. But... <coughs> Apparently. He. <coughs> <laughs> Apparently, every time like um he got interviewed and was say and um. They got mentioned. His ears, ears start glowing, yeah. pretty much, and went bright yeah. red. Yeah, exactly. And I think, ah, uh, like with the whole thing with Maxine Carr with the speaking of past tense, mm-hmm. and they because they, they knew those two were together. Yeah, and they looked at Ian Huntley and seeing that they were they were like, "Something's not adding up." Exactly. Here. But when uh, Ian Huntley was first interviewed, the uh, news reporter that was doing it, he, he turned around and was like, "This is just, do you know what I mean? You bust standard guy. You you, you look at him." And yeah. you think this guy wouldn't hurt a fly. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like even if he wanted to, he fucking couldn't. He was yeah. he was just one of them that yeah. he'd be like the last person you'd think of doing that something do, like that. I could do something like that. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Well obviously with what happened with Maxine Carr speaking about the girls in past tense, this obviously sparked the alarm bells to begin ringing. Mm. On the sixteenth of August, twelve days after the girls disappeared, Ian Huntley and Maxine Carr was brought in for questioning. Mm. At the same time, forensics began to search their house as well as the college that Ian Huntley worked at. Well, after seven hours, the pair was released after Maxine Carr had given Huntley an alibi. Right. She claimed that the pair was both um, at home on the night that the girls disappeared. Mm. On 17th of August, the police found burnt clothes of the, uh, the burnt clothes of the girls inside a bin at the college that Huntley worked at. Right. Forensics identified the clothes as Holly and Jessica's. They did this because of the football shirts material. Now, if you was around during that time period, the one common thing that so many people remember or know about this case is that with the the news reports, it was a picture of the two girls in Man United shirts. In the Vodafone Man United shirts. So, the... um, that's how they figured out that these were Holly and Jessica's because of the football shirts material. It would leave behind a specific type of fibre. Yeah. Well, they linked the clothes to Huntley because when the clothes was found, they also found five head hairs on them that belonged to Huntley. Right. This led the to the arrest of both Ian Huntley and Maxine Carr. Well, this time around, Maxine Carr admitted that on the night the girls disappeared, she was actually in Grimsby, meaning her alibi was false. Right, so she's preferred the course of justice anyway. Yeah. The same day, the dreadful... 
The same day, the dreadful news finally arrived when burnt human remains had been found near a ditch near RAF Lakenheath near Suffolk. Yeah. On the 18th of August, the news reported that the bodies had been found. When forensics searched the area, they found various items to which led them to believe that the bodies were in fact Holly and Jessica's. The police, however, the police needed more evidence to officially charge Huntley and Carr with the murders because the forensics said every time two humans interact, there is always deposits left behind on one another, including mm. things like fibres and um, hair. hair. Yeah. So obviously, when you think back, Huntley's come out and said, yeah, I spoke to the girls when I was grieving my dad then. Even like from me to you distance. Yeah. Well, there'll be a deposit of one another yeah, on... Yeah, on yeah. So, oh, you dirty bugger. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, that makes sense why they needed to prove he yeah. was. But trying to find evidence about who put the bodies there was like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Yeah. So, this is where the story gets mad. When I, when I was, like, researching it, I was like, it makes... It's actually insane how much detail like detectives and forensics and all that will go to to try and get the right person yeah yeah because this i was just like how the fuck did this even enter their head right yeah well to help try and figure out where the killer had entered the ditch with the bodies they called upon botanical uh ecologist professor Pat- uh, patricia wiltshire mm-hmm. which is a bit of a tongue twister mm. professor patricia wiltshire <laughs> ppw <laughs> To which she figured out that the soil in the area was called Brecklin Sands. And when it gets wet, it becomes very muddy and slippery. Mm. So to overcome this, the farmers place crushed up shells along a track. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now when Patricia and the police was going along the track, the crushed up shells suddenly stopped. And further on was more of the Brecklin Sands. Now the girls' bodies were found in a ditch where the shell track had stopped. And she discovered that a lot of the nettles in that area had gone through a corrective growth, meaning that they was flattened down and they had basically corrected themselves. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. So she told the police that this is where the killer had entered the ditch. And when the police searched the area, they actually found one of Jessica's hairs on a twig. Oh, right. So because she knows what this soil is and knows about the crushed up shells, she knew exactly where the bodies were buried. That's mad, She found the corrective growth of the nettles and then that's when they find a hair. So they knew exactly pinpoint yeah where the fucking hell he entered the that ditch it's mind-boggling it's like, like you've got to give it to him that's what i mean you've it's like how the fuck him. does that enter your mind yeah to try and figure out a murder inquiry yeah because the last thing you think like you say like you see you find a body in a ditch or something the last thing you think oh we better get somebody of those plants well yeah exactly you know what I mean? that's what like, I mean. like what you're like how the if you was fuck? a if you was a cop you'd stand there and be like are you mad yeah you, what <laughs> but literally just it's like right if we can figure out where he entered the ditch with the bodies we can figure out exactly what you know, route what, yeah exactly and the fact she's just literally come along and gone eh yeah and and then they find a hair it's like fuck me you're good yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah yeah it's like it's like finding invisible footsteps yeah but it gets even more mad because she also discovered that on the burnt clothing there was a massive amount of vegetation that matched that of the ditch which which meant that the girls were clothed when they entered the ditch and were stripped afterwards. Right. Well, further searches of Huntley's house proved that the house and the car had been thoroughly cleaned with a very strong bleach. 
The pair had thoroughly cleaned the entire house to the point that no DNA evidence was found whatsoever. Which, which personally, that that fly up red flags there. Well, as a matter of fact, because obviously they cornered it off, the police that were standing outside of the car, um, where the fucking cordon was, Mm. even they were like, fucking hell, can you smell that? Mm. Like, it was stupidly strong. Strong bleach, yeah. However, the one part, and again, big up Patricia. Mm. However, the one part that Huntley forgot about was the chassis of the car, which had picked up the soil, which matched the soil at the ditch that the bodies was found in. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? He's thoroughly cleaned everything. She's a fucking genius. And she mate. has, like, when you think of it in a roundabout sort of way, she has figured out or helped massively to figure out that Huntley was responsible yeah. via mud. Yeah. Diagnosis murder, he got shit on her. <laughs> via mud. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, via dirt. Yeah, like, yeah. What the actual fuck? Yeah. Now, the police still felt that they had enough evidence to charge Ian Huntley with the murders. And on the 16th, uh, April 16th, 2003... Huntley pleaded not guilty, meaning that the poor families had to endure a whole trial which was set for that November. Yeah. Huntley claimed that he had nothing to do with the girl's disappearance whatsoever. Mm. Well, on the 3rd of November, the trial officially began. However, a month before that date, Huntley in fact changed his statement saying that the girls entered the house, they did die whilst in the house... He moved the bodies to where they was found, but that he didn't kill them. Right, how do you work that cunt out? Well, they just came in and just miraculously died. You wait until I give the until I tell you what the fucking description he gave. What? It's fucking the most... How in his mind... I know he was tapped, but how in his fucking mind did he figure out, yeah, they'll buy this? Yeah. I will never fucking know. On November 25th, Huntley claims that one of the girls had fallen into the bath whilst having a nosebleed and that she died without any involvement of Huntley. And that the second child died by him holding her mouth to stop her to stop her from screaming so that he accidentally smothered her to death. Right, so best case scenario, he was trying to get away with manslaughter. Yeah. But how the fuck do you fall into a bath... And die by having a nosebleed. Aneurysm? Yeah, but what's the bath got to do with it? Well, she's had, having this nosebleed, didn't want to get on the floor. Thought I'd put it in the bath. It's fuck- oh, then, mate, this guy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, mate, to be honest. He's fucking psychopath. Yeah. Absolute fucking... Well, he's a fucking idiot, mate. Well, yeah. Just, like, how do you come, come with that, like, work that one out? Now, even though this was the example he gave... The court, what the court believed happened was that he had an argument on the phone with Maxine Carr after he claimed her of having an affair. <clears throat> after the call, he was pissed off, so he lured the girls into his house and killed them out of anger. That's what the court believed truly right. happened. Sadly, the only person who knows what truly happened is Ian Huntley. Is Ian Huntley. And to this day, the cunt has never said a word. Mm. 
Well, on December the 3rd, 2003, Maxine Carr took to the stand to which she admitted that she lied about Huntley's alibi and if she knew murder was the case, she never would have gone along with it. Right. At this point, Huntley's case was falling apart when evidence was read out that the police had over 154 transfers of one-way or two-way types of fibre linking Huntley to the girls. Because you remember earlier I said, like, about yeah, 154 yeah. different types of tra- uh, transfers mm. of fibres. That is mad. That's re- yeah. Surely that, that, with that, that's banged rights. Well, it took the jury... You think how long normally it takes juries. It takes them a fair few weeks, doesn't yeah. it? It took them five days to deliberate and come up with a verdict. Yeah. <laughs> Which still sounds a long time it when you does, think about it. Because you think you just go and they went, yeah, he done it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's because it has got to be unanimous, isn't it? Yeah. Even if there's one person doubting it, yeah, you can't it. give it sort no. of thing. Which, just to go on a side note, I'd always love to do it. What, jury? Yeah. Just be a member of a jury. I don't know anyone who's been called up for it. No. Because they always say, like... It is just... It can't be anything linked to them. Do, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, Frank would say, the chances we have would be like if there was a, I don't know, a murder in fucking King's Lynn or something. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we need two people for a verdict. Do you want to do it? <laughs> yeah. It's sadistic as it sounds. I would love to do it. I would, because that'd be a good episode. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell. Yeah, oh, no. Banger. Bad, 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 bad <laughs> saying. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. Like we said it would be a jury. We didn't say a murder jury. Yeah, true. Yeah. Anything's a jury. Burglary's a jury. Yeah, like, true. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. There's something. I'd love to do it. Mm. Well, like I said, it took the jury five days to deliberate and reach a verdict. Maxine Carr was sentenced to three and a half years in prison for, like you said, perverting the cause of justice. So is it fact that she was not there? Yeah, 100% concrete fact. Right. She was in Grimsby when it happened. Oh, right. Because I was starting to boil up thinking, like, if she was there, them girls trusted her. Yeah, no, no, she was not there. She was not there. No. Fair, fair, fair. That's what they were saying. They truly believe Maxine Carr. Mm. That when she said if she knew it was murder, she wouldn't have gone along with it. No. Because, like I said, when you look at her, she is, she is like, for lack of a word, she does look like that helpless woman. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are very easily easily manipulated. Ditchy. Yeah, very easily manipulated. Mm. Well, since her release, she has been given a new identity. Of course, yeah. Well, on December 17th, 2003, Ian Huntley was found guilty of the murders and was sentenced to two life sentences and was immediately sent to Belmarsh Prison. Two years later, in September 2005, Huntley was given order that he must serve at least 40 years in prison as a bare minimum. Right. But thankfully... During his sentence, Ian Huntley has been moved to multiple prisons due to health problems such as suicide attempts as multiple attacks set on him. Mm. For example, in 2005 in HMP Wakefield, he was scalded with boiling water by convicted killer Mark Hobson. Yeah. In 2008 in HMP Franklin, he had his neck slashed by convicted robber Damien Folks after admitting... That in 1997, he sexually assaulted an 11-year-old girl after dragging her into an orchard. Fucking hell. Bad move. Yeah. I mean, disgusting. But the one place you do not want to admit that shit is in a fucking prison. prison. Yeah. How how he's still breathing. I'm never... Well, he's in maximum security. He's in a fucking... um, I mean, like, solitary. Yeah, solitary and everything now because... 
every cunt just wants to get their hands yeah, on it. He's got such a price on his head, like. Uh... Former inmates claimed that Huntley was living a double life inside, meaning that one day he would act like the cocky king of the prison, and the next day he would be like a suicidal zombie. Mm. And this, to finish off, is the maddest thing I've. I, I didn't even know about this until I researched it. Right. He even had an altercation with the Yorkshire Ripper, Peter Sutcliffe. Did he? Who apparently called Huntley a child-killing bastard and told him to fuck off before he kills him. And um, Peter Sutcliffe's brother Mm. has actually come out and said the reason why he did that was because Huntley believed he was on the same level as Peter Sutcliffe. Well, same notoriety. Yeah. No. And Suc- Sutcliffe was like, mate, you ain't got I'm the fucking man, basically. Yeah, you can't he lace says, my fucking boots. His cunt. brother come out and said, I don't know how he believes that killing 13 women is the same as killing two children. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> Peter Sutcliffe stamped that fucker down. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, cool, you child-killing bastard. Yeah. Fuck off before I kill you. Yeah. The Yorkshire Ripper is saying that to you. Yeah. Just how the fuck that does is, that happen? That is mad. That is mad. That is fucking <laughs> insane, to be honest. <laughs> like, how the fuck does that work? <clears throat> but no, like, they say we, we're not here, like, we're not fans of Peter Sutcliffe because of, of what he done, but fair play to him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but, like we said, that is the one common thing mm. the prisons despise, regardless of what you're in there for. Yeah. Nonsense. Anything to do with children is just a no, no. major red flag. Because you... didn't, didn't, no, well, I don't think it was Maxine Carr, but didn't I was gonna say didn't someone like have a go at Maxine as well? Yeah, yeah, I think they did. Saying like, I think that was they didn't they threatened her. I don't think yeah. anything happened to her, but I'm no. pretty sure they threatened her, saying like, you you basically covered up a child killer. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, say let's say you go to prison, you are a criminal. Like, mm. there's no two ways about it. But like, yeah, one thing I don't stand is. Uh, but thing is, I remember seeing. I, I remember seeing like. A video that come out of prison of Ian Huntley sitting in a corner feeling sorry for himself, yeah. saying that oh I'm so sorry that I killed these girls and that. And the prisons are asking him why did you do it? Yeah. He would not say a fucking word. No, he's the only cunt that knows why he did that. But at the same time, I don't think he knows why. No, like, I think he just went fucking do lally one day. Like yeah, he saw red and just lashed out and lashed out. The closest thing what was near him and it was unfortunately them two girls. Yeah. Because like you say, because you said like he thought Maxine was having an affair, yeah, and everything. They've been together for a little while now, and with that, like he's having an affair, like he's he's probably worked, he's been working himself up, getting himself more and more angry, yeah. And it's just led to that to sadly these two girls losing their lives. But like we said before, the justifiable thing is the the likes of school background checks, yeah. All that sort of thing yeah, has come now, into play since this. Like, it was always there, but not to this extent. No, it's it, it's horrible to say, but it was a small sacrifice for a greater good. Yeah, and I would never, ever like that. It shouldn't have happened. Of course, well, it, it have. should not have happened. And I, my, my 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 feelings do go out to the family. Hundred percent, because they, you know, they. Even though I said earlier like, that they should have had an inkling, but. He, but back then, I can remember being a kid going out. Yeah, it, it, not thinking twice about it. No, and your parents didn't think twice no, about it. No, because nothing like this ever happened. No, back then. not really. No, but to then, but so they were like, oh, they just probably gone to a playing field or you know, something to the like park. that. So they were like, they'll be all right. But then, 
That's just getting late. Because really, like, back then, there weren't mobile phones. Like, no. Kids didn't have phones at that then. So, you know, so you, they probably did go out and looked at about half eight. They were like, fucking hell, we can't find them. Yeah. And then that's when it's started yeah. building up. But yeah, back then, you were you were just out all the time, yeah. weren't you? Oh, yeah. I was never inside. No. Mum, I'm going out. See you later. Yeah. Come home when the lights come on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that was it, wasn't yeah. it? That, that's like, that, that was always the rule. Yeah. And nowadays, kids can't do that. I mean, they, a lot of them don't want to anyway. No, but, but it, it's sad. It is. Because like, you have no idea. I mean, look at recent years, the amount of fucked up people that have been caught around here. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you have no idea. I mean, for Who's fuck's about? sake, they say that you are, you've encountered 10 murderers in your life. Yeah. But that's murderers. How many, like, rapists, no, rapists and nonces do you go past in your exactly. life? Exactly. Because murder... Like you always hear about us, but when on the grand scheme of things, it's like a, it's a really rare thing. Yeah, it's a rare thing compared to like these other these other felons. It's like funny enough. Again, I won't mention any details. Oh. New Year's Day. Yeah, I was having a conversation. Well, me and a oh, couple yeah. of mates were having a conversation outside a pub with a bloke that was charged with a murder. Yeah, literally yeah, yeah, a few yeah, weeks yeah. after. Like, yeah. that is mind-boggling when I think about it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. fucking hell, he was days away from doing it, and I just thought he was a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just a bit, just a bit every, of a Every town and city has that weirdo, don't they, that just yeah. goes around and you're like, oh, well, here it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't think nothing of it. No. It's yeah, just I like, that. what the fuck? Well, I weren't fuck? there, but I remember that. Just like, absolutely, what the actual fuck? But yeah, going back to it, of all the places to say you raped an eleven-year-old girl, yeah, in a in a prison. In a prison, and no wonder he got his fucking throat slashed for it. Yeah. I remember, like, because it always used to come on the news and everything. Yeah, like, Ian Huntley's been attacked and everything. Yeah, and it'd be like, oh no, it'd be good. Yeah, it'd be always. Yeah. Like, so like, I mean, why is he like, fucking breathing? Getting? Why come is on. he breathing? Well, what pisses me off, like, I always say, like, it's because we're paying our tax money. We're paying for keeping that cunt alive. Like, why? Bring back the death penalty for fuck's 100%. sake. 100%. For people like for him. scumbags like him, they deserve it. Um, oh, yeah, they should be like know, public, I, public I, executions. Yeah, I, I get why people say it's better because they're suffering for their entire I, life. Yeah, I do get that. But at the same time, like you said, when it comes to taxpayers' monies and that, it's like, we're paying to keep a child killer alive. Yeah, I do get that. But the, you said he's getting 40 years bare minimum. Yeah. So he could get out in 40 years. Yeah, he's lost a big chunk of his life. But yeah, there's I think, still a chance he's going to walk free. If he walks free, he'll be at least 71, I think. Yeah. Well, that's he, on a good scale, he could have at least 20 years in him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, no. Don't deserve no, it. He don't deserve to see, but he, like, to, to walk on a street again. Because. So many people, you see it happen so many times. You can't. I saw this um, news report, not the news report, or a um, f- retired, um, what is it, prison warden. Yeah. And he said, the problem is when you're somebody, regardless of whatever crime it is, when they've served their sentence, they go out. Mm. But you have no fucking idea if they're A, going to recommit, or B, what the hell they're going to do next. Yeah. Especially when it does come to the likes of a paedophile or a killer. Well, you, you have no idea if they're going to fucking re- recommit. Yeah. And it's like, so technically, it's like you're bat- battling your own thoughts where it becomes a case of, do we keep them in 
because that could potentially be saving someone's life. Yeah. But at the same time, if they've done their sentence, you can't be charged for you, the same. Exactly. Same crime so it's twice. like you are battling your own mind. Like, yeah. for fuck's sake, what do we do? But that's why they have like um, uh, probation and stuff like that to keep so to make sure you are staying on track. Yeah. But even then, like a lot of the time, you could be doing what you're doing doing rope rum stuff and you just go to probation say yeah I've had a good week like, you know what I mean like, exactly they ain't gonna know none the wiser no exactly and I'll just uh, I don't know I don't know it's it's fucked when you think about it it's like even with the James Bolger killers mm. they were two nine year old fucking boys yeah and even now I, I don't know about one of them one of them was released yeah and the other one, I think, was released, sent back to prison because he had fucking about, what was it, like 40 gigabytes worth of child oh. pornography on his yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. That's what makes me think, in some cases, is it a mind thing? It's got to be what, an illness. Especially when it comes to the likes of the James Bolger killers. Mm. What the hell goes through a nine-year-old boy's mind to yeah. think, I'm going to kidnap a three-year-old little boy. Yeah. And brutally kill him. Yeah, Brick, they chuck bricks at him. Chuck yeah, bricks. Yeah. Fucking oh mate, it was horrible. Yeah, I was tempted to cover it, but I thought even I'd feel sick mm. looking at it. Up. Yeah, I don't think I'd have felt comfortable doing that. Uh, like yeah. it was fucking like for those that are interested. I was. I'm not going to say it. Just if you're interested, please Google what these sick little bastards done. Yeah, and the worst part about it, I remember watching a TV, uh, documentary about it. It was a bit where they was being interviewed, and obviously because they're nine years old, they're trying, they're treating them like kids, which yeah. because obviously they are. Mm. So they're like, "Oh, so how? Do you know what I mean?" They're trying to get it out of them, but like being friendly. And one of the police officers said, "What was James saying?" He did the voice of the little boy crying like sad, basically just. Sorry if this upsets anyone, but oh, just so yeah. I can get my point out, right? The, um, the police officer asked, I think it was Robert Thompson, mm. uh, um, asked him, what was James Bolger saying? He said, in this same time, I want my mum. Yeah. Nah. I'm thinking, you vile fucking little cunt. That is fucking fucked the back. That's, oh, it's made my sparring It's go. fucking disgusting, nah, isn't it? Oh, nah, 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 nah. Absolutely fucking disgusting. Right, I I've said it before. I, like, I've got a I've got a, a nine year old niece, and I've got like nieces and possibly nephews from like non blood mm -hmm. who I call family. Mm -hmm. Anything happened to them, I'd kill them. I, well, I remember I would kill I anyone remember, that hurt. I remember hurt them. Um, on the documentary it was showing like because you know like um, the the police vans that like take him into the court and that. yeah with the Ian Huntley one there were people trying to get at it yeah with these two. It was like a fucking riot. Mm. People were literally clampering over themselves, trying to get at the van. Yeah. And it's like, the nine-year-old boys. I I'm not justifying anything. I'm, but I'm, it's just, it, it's... I can't get my head around it. Nah. There's two nine-year-old boys that done it. Yeah. What the fuck? The only thing that makes, not justify it, but like, being that young, they haven't got the full sense of remorse. No. But at the same like time... If you listen back to the news, um, the police audio tapes, they know what they've done. Yeah, I know. There's that, one, yeah. and he is crying his eyes out. 
I think it was John Venables, mm. was crying his eyes out. Like, it hits him what he's done. Yeah. Robert Thompson, on the other hand... Cold. Cold, yeah. That's what they said. They said, I've never seen a child so cold in my life. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was like, he was made to be a killer. Yeah. Yeah, tough. But it's like, for oh. fuck's sake, man. Yeah, that, that, that's right. Oh, no. It's horrible, that's, isn't it? That's made me feel fucking ill. It's disgusting. Um, Absolutely fucking disgusting. Like I said, I I seriously do apologise if that has upset anybody, but it's the yeah. only way I could just... Yeah, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, But like, like I said, I, like, we, I've got a niece, I've got nieces, nephews, whatever, like, who, are, who aren't blood, but I see them as close as family. Yeah. If anyone touched them, they'd be fucking dead. I would rip them apart. Yeah, it just would. I'd happily go yeah. to prison for that. I w- yeah, I would. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'd happily. I don't care if I get fucking shanked up or no. whatever. I don't care. Like, just get a bit that bit of justice that no one will touch my family while I'm. That's breathing. what I mean. It's like I know with like Ian Huntley, the guy's in prison for forty years, but the parents that they, can't. I like. I'm. I obviously don't know, and God forbid I ever don't know mm. what it's like to go through that no. but from an outsider point of view that doesn't feel like justice they've, Even... been, they've been given the life sentence yeah they've been given the life sentence of losing their child but at the same time it's like if they were to kill him like with the death penalty or whatever it's still not it'd enough still be the sa- exactly it still won't be enough exactly because it, it just won't it, it can't bring them back no as horrible as it is it, it just can't bring them back and oh my nah just because they'd only be like what two two three years older than us yeah yeah about that fucking hell well they were nine weren't they no two, they're 11 I think oh 11 I, I oh so 11. they'd be about four five years yeah. older than us but even they'd be then, families of their own they'd be in the prime of their lives yeah. right now they didn't even get that didn't even have a fucking chance no and that, that really fucks me <laughs> off it really does fuck me off like oh, that. fucking oh mate Thanos like had I the said, right idea. Yeah, fucking too right. It's like, I know we said we would cover serial killers, so when it comes to the likes of this, we have got to sort of cover them. Mm. But I just feel so sick covering them because yeah. I feel like I'm giving them the cunts a limelight. I know exactly what you mean, mate, but I, I think with what we're doing, it's showing it don't matter who you are, what you look like, anyone can have that dark side yeah. of them. Don't ever feel that you're 100% safe because you, you never know. No. I don't, don't want to frighten people. No, yeah. Enjoy yeah, your life. Live your yeah, life. D- yeah, don't like start fucking second guessing <laughs> everyone you've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're right, mate. How you doing? Nah, he's never said that to me before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I know, mean? Yeah. It's like... You just, you just don't know. No. You don't know. You know the uh, thing of the... I know this just sounds right out of whack, but the... the you see a drama, you got like the happy mask and the sad mask. Yeah, it's always that. Yeah, with some, especially with people like Ian Huntley and Jeffrey Dahmer, people yeah. like that. Like it's always a mask. They've always got a mask on. Exactly. You don't know what is beneath that. That it truly hides. And a when they come, monster. yeah. And when they when it finally comes out, and you're like, what? Yeah, and a lot of the time, it's I wouldn't have guessed that. No, and that is the scary thing about it all. You, a lot of people are like, oh, I wouldn't have thought that no. about him, but it's like, fucking hell. I mean, look at Ed Gein. Yeah. Everyone was like, nah, not Yeah, him. he's just dopey. Yeah, he's just a fucking flid, yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better word. It's like, how has he done that? Yeah. No, but... It, it's fucking insane, man. <laughs> that, is, that is fucking crazy. 
That nah. is fucking crazy. Like, do apologise. This has been a real dark episode. It is a very dark episode, but like, like we say, we got to cover these kind of things. It, like, not to educate people as such, but just keep people aware what kind of what people, people are out yeah, there. You have the one saying that I think is the best saying that puts everything in, uh, into perspective, especially with like this. Yeah. We've mentioned it before in the film uh, Fury. Yeah. What Charlotte Booth says yeah, is like, yeah. you will not, you, it's like, what is it? Wait till you see it. It's like, what? It's like, what a man can do to another man. Yeah. That, that just, but you can take that in the bigger picture. Yeah. What a human can do, do to, to another, another human, human yeah. is actually fucking disgusting. Yeah. Like, it is barbaric. Especially it's... when you think, like, deep it. We're the only race that do that. When the la- was the last time you heard of a tiger murder? Do, do you know what I mean? What, a tiger murder and a tiger? Yeah, or something like that. I mean... They do it... it, it is a, it's a completely different thing. Because with animals... A lot of the time, it's for territory. It's for yeah, it's stuff like that. We're as humans, we don't need that. No, we, we they do, are literally just we doing do it that for, because for sadistic. they can. Yeah, it's because they're sadistic. Yeah, animals in the great scheme of things don't do. That's that, what I mean. They, so we are the only race that do that. Yeah, because they that they have to have that full survival. Yeah, survival animals kill to survive. We murder. Yeah, Th- that's the difference. That is a fucking good saying. To be fair, uh, th- uh, that's just mind-boggling. Mm. Like, I fucking I know again it's a mating thing, but they don't rape. No, they don't steal. No, they don't. I don't know. Mm. They're nonces. <laughs> no. Do, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I like, know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But yeah, what the fuck? Seriously, if God exists, he's had a mare with a human yeah, race. Yeah, he's yeah. had a fucking mare. Big time. Let's say Thanos had the right idea. <laughs> fucking amen. <laughs> Didn't he just? Fucking hell. No, fucking, I yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just, f- you just, don't know what I say, no, do you? Because stuff like this fucking infuriates yeah. me. Yeah, like fucking too right. I could feel myself getting right fucking angry about it all. Yeah, and it, it, I, which is why it, it feels <sighs> weird covering this sort of stuff. Yeah, I think it's because of how deeply it's like me and you do feel about it. Yeah, because they. I think I've said no end of times. Like we was me and you had plans of doing like the stings and everything mm-hmm. like that, but we just know for a fact we won't we'll be, we'll be able to control ourselves. We won't be able to contain ourselves. So then we would be doing more harm than good. Exactly. So that is that is the only fucking that's, reason. That's the only like you have as hor- horrible as it sounds. You have got to look at the lighter side of things like this. Yeah. What has come about because of it? Oh, 100%. it's the only way you can look at it because otherwise you are going to drive yourself into insanity. Yeah, yeah, you are. You yeah. have got to look at the lights. At least school checks and that have gone ridiculous. Yeah, so that they know exactly like, who. To the point, right? The other day, like I'm going to detail. My sister had a bit of problem at school. Mm-hmm. I walked her to school, and I wanted to talk to the head teacher that was helping us to deal with it. So I walked into the school with her. The second I got into the main area, yeah. a bloke literally come between me and my sister. Yeah. I was like, can I help you? What are you doing? Yeah, I yeah, went, yeah. oh, I'm just here to drop my sister off and talk to her. She said, oh, okay. The second I finished talking to her, you he's were... like, okay, can you come off the premises now? Yeah, go And school, I, yeah. I said, he goes, oh, I'm sorry about this. It's just for the school's safety. I said, mate, I completely understand. Yeah, no. But I was like, I think of what like during this time period with the Huntley thing. Yeah, that that would have happened. No, 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 wouldn't. Have Any happened. Tom Dick or Harry could have fucking walked into that school. Yeah, no they, yeah, they could have said, "Oh, I'm her, I'm their uncle." But it's the you fact I mean? that it's yeah. like literally the second the fact that it got to the point 
He don't know. No. I've told him, yeah, I'm here with my sister, but he doesn't know that that's my sister. Yeah. So, yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it, let's say it's a small sacrifice for a greater good, yeah. which is still a, a terrible thing because you people should, it shouldn't have had to happen. It, people need more foresight. Yeah, but sadly, it's always prevent. Was it prevent? Yeah, prevention's better than yeah. cure. But sadly, that don't always happen. I mean, especially when it's like we think back with the school background checks and that yeah. he didn't even work at the school. No, she did. Yeah, yeah, but you'd have thought like because she's affiliated with him. That that would like that, nowadays the, the, that, yeah, they'd that, take yeah that was like okay well he's been convicted of rape he's done this he's done that yeah nah oh, yeah, sorry. we can't employ you no yeah sorry about this yeah which is sad in a way this is where it's like it's a very fine line when it comes to like affiliation and things like yeah, that yeah yeah because why should fragments say right let's just say you and Courtney are obviously married right mm-hmm. let's say Courtney wanted to go get a job in the school mm-hmm. but you'd been charged with that mm-hmm. yeah. In a way, it's like, I get why they wouldn't, but at the same time, it's not Courtney's fault. She didn't do it. No. So, do you know a, what I mean? It's, that, I know, I get it's that. a very fine line. But at the same time, it's cause, because she's affiliated with me, or this person's affiliated with this... The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't going to say... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you ain't coming around now, Ed. <laughs> like, um, like they're, they're affiliated with the, with the wrong one. Yeah. There is a, it, it, there's a slim chance. But at the same time, it's like, to play devil's advocate, what if that person doesn't know about their background? No, because, well, we've seen it with our like with school teachers. Yeah. And everything. Like, they're actually teachers, and that's still happening now, yeah. where they're getting caught out. That's what I mean. <laughs> Fucking, our schools have had multiple. Yeah. Whilst we were at school. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's one like, of them was my English teacher, yeah, and I one, was shocked. One was my science teacher, and I'm like, you, eh? I wouldn't have th- yeah, I wouldn't have thought it. No. would not have thought it. He, he was actually a really nice guy. No so wonder. Was, no so wonder, mine, it was a bit. It was a bit weird, but... Yeah. Fucking no why now, but it's like... I, that's Like you said, that is still happening. Yeah, to this day, and it, you can only do so much. Yeah, exactly. Because then, especially this is where it gets annoying especially nowadays world mm. where it's like you've got a again with a very, very like almost like a fucking dental floss line yeah, yeah where it is a case of i've got to get this right yeah. because otherwise they can claim fucking so they yeah, sue they, you they, for make oh what's the word i'm looking for oh, discrimination yeah and things like that yeah and then that's you at the job yeah, when exactly. all you're trying to do is protect, protect. yeah, it's such it's a like you say, it's such a fine, fine line. fucking line, thin ice, very I, thin I ice. I seriously don't envy anyone that has to do that sort of thing. No. Like fucking fair play. Yeah, no, I do, I do get, I get but, that. But. Uh, again, because the teachers, like we've mentioned, that were at our school, they would have had background checks before they mm. worked there. Had they passed it? Yeah, that's it. And the people, it's that the mask, gave, mate. It's and the, the mask. The people they that gave on. them the background checks. How guilty must they feel? Yeah. In situations like that, where yeah. it's like, fucking hell, I could have prevented that. Yeah. But you literally. But I think when they do checks, it's not a singular person. No, of course them. it's not. It's a consortium. Yeah. So if they if they fooled all of them, then in a way they can't actually blame themselves. It's no. like, no, they've just. They've just they pulled well, the wall over our eyes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a lot rarer now. Very it is rare. a lot of very, It's very a lot rare. rarer now, let's put it that way. But it, it, it does still happen, and it's going. It, and sad. Sadness, it's probably still going to happen. Yeah, of course it is. And You're never going to be able... 
like I saw something. I know it's not the same thing, but somebody pointed it perfect with like a terrorist, right? Yeah. They said they look like everyday people. It's not like they've got two heads or horns or something no. that in- indicates they're a terrorist. Mm. So you're never going to know. Yeah. And it's the same with any sort of criminal. Yeah. You, unless they've got a big fucking sign saying, oh, yeah, my name's blah, 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 and I'm a nonce, or blah, 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 I'm a killer. Yeah. You ain't going to know. You ain't going to know. That's why I, I always think of this thing, what Steve Irwin said, <laughs> which, again, got a bit <laughs> mad, but he said, like, crocodiles are easy. They are there to try and kill and eat me. Mm-hmm. People, on the other hand, they try to call you friend. Yeah. Before they, you, before they fucking stab, stab you in the, the back. back. And, I, and I think of that, and I'm thinking, well, yeah, like, he knows what the intentions are all the time. Yeah, with, exactly. With, you know there's no bollocks. Yeah, there's no... There's no fence sitting with them. No. With a, no, P- exactly. Piss them off, you're done for. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, Leave them alone. That's what yeah. they want. Yeah, whereas with people... They'll bring you in, bring you into their clutches, and then they just fucking do, That's what I mean. rip you apart. The human race is vile, vile. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so mad Yeah. when you think, because you see things like this, and you think, fucking hell, the human race is actually the scum of the earth. Yeah. And then you th- see things on, like on TikTok or YouTube or whatever, Yeah. and it's like, fucking hell, you restore my faith in humanity. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, for fuck's sake, it's like for every good, there's like two evil. Yeah. Or, yeah, and then some days it's the other way around. Yeah, there's never a balance. <laughs> well, no, that is what it is. It is balance. There is a balance of good and evil. And I think with that, some days you see more good, some days you see more evil. But at the end, it's always that far. Mm. Uh, there is always that balance. But again, going on along the lines of like with humans and like what we're capable of, that's what terrifies me about myself. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not going to fucking, do you know what I mean, do anything disgusting. No. But I mean, it's like, if I got into a proper fight, yeah, or something like that, I have no idea what I'm capable of. Yeah, That terrifies, that honestly terrifies me, because I think, fucking hell, what if I get into a fight, let's for argument's sake, someone's upset one of my family members and I just want to hurt them. Yeah. Am I going to be able to stop? Yeah. What, what what am I going to do? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It fucking petrifies me. Like, I, That's I, why I'm... I'd happily rather... When it comes to any situation of confrontation, I'd rather talk myself out of it yeah. than go full guns blazing because yeah. I just don't know what the hell's going to happen. No. I'm the exact same. We had it years ago. We had it. We used to have a family friend. Mm. Don't see him anymore. He's a prick. But <laughs> like people who know me, I'm the I'm the cuddliest of bears. Mm. You know what I mean? I am. I'm one. Of the, like, we both are. Yeah. But at the same time, he always said he said he'd hate to see me snap. That's what so many people said about me as well. Yeah, they'd hate to see me snap, and I, I've never got to that point. No, I've been close. Close, yeah. I've been very close a few times, and I'm exactly the same as you. I am actually scared of what I could do. Yeah, because I feel like when you're in that situation, you don't know. You, you, it's you, your instincts yeah. kick in, it's, and not only that, it's, it's like you don't know what they could do. Yeah, well, yeah, that as well. But you don't know what you're capable of until you've done it. Yeah, you can't take it back. And it's always so. If you hate someone to the point where you're gonna, you've literally murdered them, well, not murdered them, but like killed them. Yeah. And you think, fuck, what the hell? Have I done? You can't take it back. No, there's no rewind. There's to another, say, right, don't hit him. Yeah, there's another scary thing. Is if you do it, you think I quite like that. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you, you don't just, you know. Don't know. You don't know. You, I could like, yeah, you could. I could beat someone up to the point where they're. A vegetable for the rest of life, and I'll get like the kick for it. Like it's like that adrenaline. Like you're like, oh, it's oh. like the prime example. You've just made me think of it. Chris Eubank, one of the best boxers of all time. Yeah, and he, I can't remember the guy, but he 
gave him brain damage to the oh, boy. Yeah. He talks like that. And he'd done that Piers Morgan life story thing. Yeah. Oh, mate. And the bloke was in the crowd. Yeah. And he said, mate, don't worry about it. It's water under the bridge. What happened, happened. What happened, happened. I love it, you. It, Chris, Chris Eubank bawled his eyes out. because, And you could tell he carried that burden through yeah. his entire life. Yeah, he, he... He needed that. He was on his knees, weren't he? Like, he... I've never seen someone come be overcome with so much guilt. But that was in... And, a, and they were just doing their job. I was going to say, that was in a controlled sporting environment. Mm. Not like a pub fight. No. But that's what makes you think. That's like when you see so many people that die in pub fights because they fall and smash their head. Yeah. Even that terrifies me. If I like, it's like, what if I hit someone and they fall and they smack their head? Yeah. I'm, the guilt you must feel was horrible. And it's the, and it's the same way being on the receiving end of it. Oh yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't think that's why I always try to be everyone's mate because yeah. I'm not a two faced. I don't care. Like, I if I don't if like, I think uh, you're a prick. You're a prick. Yeah. But at the same time, I'll always give people benefit of the doubt. Yeah, because it's like, especially I think because we've gotten older and we've no seen life, for a better word. Yeah. We've seen situations like with Ian Hunley. We've seen situations where it can go bad. Mm. Where I'm like, oh, I'm too old for that shit. Yeah. I Even though I'm 27. I I'm like, I can't be arsed without bollocks. I'd rather well. just live my life with yeah. my friends and my family. I'm mourning Live happy. peacefully. Yeah, that's exactly. Mourning yeah. fucking happy. Exactly. If I've got an opinion, I'll voice it mm. to an extent. Mm. Nine times out of ten on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying, though. But I'm not going to get pissed off if someone's like, nah, I don't agree. Or, Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, life's too fucking... Oh, life's sounds, too it sounds proper preachy, but it is. Life it's is just too, too short, fucking mate. short. It's just too To short. hold grudges and that. It's yeah. like, I can't be arsed. No. No, no I agree. fuck off. I agree totally. I do agree with that. <laughs> huh. Been a bit of a madness, isn't it? It has been a bit. Oh, we've only just hit an hour. <laughs> Fucking hell, really? <laughs> but, nah. Summary: Like Ian Huntley's a cunt. Preach. <laughs> Anyone that's hurt him, I commend you. Even if you're wrong as well, mm-hmm. I commend you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. But you could say, like, we say, like, with all the things, what's happening now, like, we we said it before, but like with nine eleven. Like, there was barely any, like, airport checks, and now look what it's like. Exactly. It's, it's harder to get on a fucking plane than it is. But that's the, that's the beauty of the human race, where it's like, a mistake or a problem or an issue... They'll never let it happen again. They'll never, ever let it happen again. Like, I mean, you can never say never. Mm. But I highly doubt a situation like 9-11 will happen again. No. Because it's just... It's far too difficult. Yeah. It's far too difficult to pull off. Yeah. But and then at the terrifying thought at the same time... What is there that that hasn't even crossed our minds mm. that somebody could attempt, yeah, and it come off, and then we've got to try and put plans in place, yeah, to not let it happen. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. the scary thing. Even mm. when you think of actual mistakes like Chernobyl, mm. yeah, that ain't ever gonna happen again. And it took almost a fucking <laughs> wipeout of Western Europe, yeah, for it to become a thing. But it's yeah, like, yeah, that no, I agree. It was just a genuine mistake, yeah. <laughs> and look what it caused. Yeah. And, and now that ain't ever gonna happen again. It's no. like, what the fuck is there that yeah. we, that hasn't entered our minds? Where it's like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> if it happens, we're like, mate, what the fuck? I that think, cannot happen again. I think the next thing will be nuclear. It's Nuc- the only one off the top of my head. Yeah. But again, I'm trying to think outside the box of what hasn't entered our thought. 
Because before yeah. Chernobyl, no one would have thought that had have happened. No. no one would have thought 9-11 would have happened. No. no one would have... Do you know what I mean? Even fucking school shootings. I know there's about yeah, yeah. 900 a fucking year. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's, it just seems like with that's that... That's the only one, actually. It's such a stalemate. Yeah. Because they've, they've got... They know what they could do to They're stop it. They're just not fucking doing it. They just Because they do don't it. want to upset people. It's like, oh, okay. So you don't want to upset people, but you're willing to let innocent children die. Yeah. Love your logic there, my friend. Yeah. Love your fucking logic. Yeah. At the one place where they should truly feel safe... Exactly. Really, ...is school. They should truly I'd be feel terrified safe. to be a parent in America. Oh, 100%. Terrified, because I'm like... I, I think I'd rather home homeschool. Uh, yeah, 100%. Because I don't know if it's the same in America. In the UK, it's actually legal. Like, you can pull your kid out of school. Yeah. And homeschool them. Yeah. And they can't touch you. No. Because if, as long as you are homeschooling them. Yeah. Which is mad. I don't know if it's the same in America, but I think I would, I would do that. I'd be uh, like, I'm not fucking risking. No. Because you have no idea... Who the fuck is in that school? Because you're not there, so you you're not gonna notice if anyone's acting odd or anything mm. until it happens. Yeah, and then, and then by that point it's too late. Yeah, so I think you, if might, I... you might be very very lucky and your child comes out. Yeah, but it's them who don't. <laughs> it's fucking it's just... oh. It's scary times, mate. It's scary. It's times. terrifying. But you got. To, that's why I appreciate British. We had one school shooting. That was in 1994. Do blame massacre. Yeah, Scotland one. Yeah. yeah. After that, guns were made legal. Yeah, I know people turn it around and been go. A, there hasn't been a school shooting no, since. I know t- people turn around and go knife crime, knife crime, knife crime. You but, cannot ban a knife. No, it's a fucking kitchen appliance. Yeah, you don't use a gun to make a spag bowl now, do you? <laughs> so get off your fucking high horse. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That is prime example. Some stuff like knives and everything like that, you just cannot. Don't don't get me wrong. They should. That needs to be tackled. I don't know how, but it needs to be tackled because it is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but it. it it's but bad. a gun is on a completely different fucking level. That is meant to hurt the maim and harm. Yeah, and it's no like, that's what I, that's what I love it when I see things like that. Where it's like, oh, um, British complaining about gun violence and that, but they've got a knife crime problem. Yeah, but do you not see the massive Trump? That's like me turning around and going, oh shit, I've got throat cancer, I better take a fucking indigestion tablet. Yeah. It's not going to do shit. <laughs> do no. you know what I mean? The thing is, the difference, like, let's say, a gun is meant to kill. Yeah. A gun is meant to actually kill things. Like, yeah, it's, it's got primar- no one... primarily used for military or hunting. But the, it's got no other fucking no. function. No, that is it. Whereas a knife is a tool. Yeah. You don't go. Oh, you don't go ban hammers now, do you? Oh no! It's like, oh, I've got this gun. It can kill people, but I tell you what, it can play a fucking lovely tune. Well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's the, it, um. Oh, what film? You know, American Sniper. There was yeah. That, that that um terrorist, but he loved to use a drill. What they're going to ban drills now? Yeah, exactly. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like I know that was only on on a, one, one occasion, but one occasion, but it's like it's a, that is a prime example that? though. You can't ban you tools. Can't, yeah, tools <laughs> and uh, things that are used that were created not for that role. Mm. You can't really ban them no. because it's gonna fuck up a load of things. Yeah, but like you said, a gun should be military and military only. Military and hunting. Yeah, uh, that is what they were made for. They're Nothing. Made... It shouldn't. I should. I was on about this with uh, Lewis the other day. Yeah, I want to go to America to like a Walmart or something and see how easy it is to buy a gun. I want to know, because I honestly believe if I went into a Walmart 
So uh, yeah, I'll get a pack of nails, a fucking Kinder Egg. Well, no, because Kinder Egg's banned in America. Yeah, I know. Which is mad. Well, but, all right, let me. All right, I'll, I'll get a pack of nails. I'll get some sticky tape. I'll get a Kinder Bueno, and a fucking M4. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet I could. Yeah, easily. And let's go. Here you go, mate. <laughs> what, is... what shelves would you like for that? Yeah. Sir? Like, what? <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like, are you taking the piss? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just... Are you taking it's the so fucking piss? It's absolutely backwards. I can't... I it's really, like, yeah. I know what people... Like, let's be honest, we're talking about America here. Yeah. Don't want to upset Americans. No. But, like, when they come out and say things like the Second Amendment, that they believe in it, I get that, wanting to protect your own. I, I fully get that. I Yeah, I do, But yeah. at the same time, that is no excuse to own about nine fucking completely different guns mm. that could literally commit genocide. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> you could. It's like I believe in the Second Amendment, protecting my house. So I've got a fucking an M4, a revolver, a twelve bore shotgun, a fucking RPG. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I've got a Tangan fucking development. It's like, what are you on about, mate? Yeah. Who do you think's gonna fucking attack you? Seriously. I got a turret gun. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking hell, man. No, I, Who have you pissed off yeah, <laughs> to I, need that? I agree totally because I've said I've said to you and Lewis that before, like. I'd love to be able to have a gun, mainly for hunting and protecting my house. Yeah. But with the, the law, how the laws worked in UK, I said it's not worth it. No. It's really not The fact worth that you it. need a license for every specific gun you have. Yeah. It has to be under lock and key. You have, like, to, be, you have to have checks. Yeah. Stuff it has like to that. be proper locked away. The thing is, if they. That's the thing. We're not saying to America, get rid of your guns. But you need these safety measures, yeah. right? We have in the UK. I'm not saying the UK is the best country in the world. But well, of course well, it's not. It's not. Like, no country is, no. to be honest. Um, what I'm saying is, is you've got to have these kind of control measures and like even like mental health assessments and stuff like that. Exactly. It's just that's prime. the main one. Where, and that's what pisses me off. When you see like another school shooter, it's like, oh, this person um, has had mental issues. Yeah. Why is he able to get a fucking gun then? Yeah. But it's the same, right? To play devil's advocate, it's the same over here in the uh, UK where we've had terrorist attacks. And it's like, oh, they've been on the British terror watch list. How are they able to do this then? Uh, yeah. Are you fucking retarded? Seriously? Yeah. yeah. No, that that is it. It's like you are literally sitting back and waiting for them to do it so you've got a reason well, to we, intervene. We went through all this with the fucking JFK assassination. But yeah, exactly. You know what he I mean? He was like... under surveillance. How the fuck did he do that? Well, he didn't. Well, he didn't but... <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, fucking come on, man. How a fucking, let's be honest, brain-dead morons like me and you yeah. able to sit here. Well, you know Jesus. what I mean. Right? Fuck, talk for yourself. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> but like, how are fucking people like me and you yeah. or anyone else sitting here thinking, it's so obvious what you've got to do, but, but the high they... end up, uh, yeah, nah. I don't know. Yeah, let's just watch it happen. Yeah, it oh. might stop eventually. Yeah, they might get a bit bored. Yeah, but <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Like, I think especially like with the cases of what happened in America with these school shootings, like, ment- a mental health assessment would cure. That should be the bare minimum. That cures such a large percentage. Yeah, it's it's not rocket science. No, it really isn't. And like at the very, very, very least, right? Why don't the schools have metal detectors? I think a lot of them do. Or like bag checks. I think because how the 
fuck are they able to... Could you see, like, when you see, like, CCTV and they've got some of the biggest fucking... Go- How did they get that in the school? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was for a fucking show and tell. Can you... I know we're going on a rope mad tangent, like, from what... But can you remember the vid- there was a video and it was, like, seeing this... It was, like, uh, a, a schoolboy and a schoolgirl. It ended up, like, he, he was writing on the desk. Yes! Yes! Like, that was so... Put, like made perfect. perfect because in the background of every, everyone every scene he's doing like gun triggers in gun he's triggers. reading gun book all that sort of yeah. shit and it doesn't enter your mind it, yeah yeah because you're just looking at the story of this schoolboy and girl like yeah. oh they're gonna get get yeah. all of a sudden he comes with an AK yeah and it's like at the end of the hall in it when they finally start talking and you just see him come through the door don't you yeah you're like, oh. pulls out of the bag yeah and then you hear the screams and yeah. it goes black and then it shows you the replays of all the, I remember that clear yeah yeah because that was after Sandy Hook that was weren't it so but like they made that so perfect like how they you you can spot the signs they just you. They're just not doing it. They're not doing it. I mean, for fuck's sake, surely it has to register in your head where it's like, this has been... I saw last year, I think it was. It was like, this was the worst school shooting in US history. The worst one before that was three months ago. Yeah. Surely that's telling you something. Yeah. You have got a problem. And the thing is... I don't care who it upsets. Mm. Seriously, it's a major fucking problem i think it would have got sorted if obama was still in power yeah because i remember it was it was because it was right the end near the end of his term when like sandy hook and when the others happened happened. and you could see just defeated yeah he was defeated and you could see like like he it might be putting on that i don't know but as a as a human being i was watch. i remember watching it and you could just see he was fucked he was crying. He was like, "What? why is this happening? And then you've got that fucking tan Miss Piggy in a fucking toupee that comes in after him. Yeah. Who's literally going, oh, I've got a fucking license to carry a gun in New York and fucking showing gun signs during this fucking campaign yeah. thing. It's like, you really are a tosser, aren't you? Mm. Thing is, though, like, he's done some very questionable things, but I kind of like Donald Trump. The, the problem is, with me, is the, the question of... The questionable things yeah. are really fucking question. It's not yeah. like you could have gone about saying that. You yeah. are looking going, why? Why? <laughs> it's not even just what did you just say. It's just why? Yeah. Seriously. Why? Oh, no, I do get that. I do get that. But like, he has done a fair bit of good. Yeah, he has. Like, especially for like, the economy of the America. Yeah. Uh, pretty much having peace with North Korea. Yeah. Um, that... Yeah, we did have peace with Russia, and then that all backfired. But, but no, nah, it's just it's all a bit crazy. But like, I just when like it is an in length with like the Ian Huntley thing because we've UK have come up with so many measures where it is becoming impossible for these kind of people to be around children. Mm-hmm. Whereas in America, they're just not hitting the ball. Well, I think the terrifying thing is that the people that are affecting the ones in American children are american children yeah they're the ones that are killing yeah do you know what i mean that's the fucked up bit about it and it reminds me of that film spree it had him from stranger things in you know steve harrington yeah he's basically he, all he wants to be is famous right he's desperate to be famous to the point like he was streaming he'd be doing like an uber and it got to the point where he's killing people who he was driving about to get the views for fuck's sake 
And it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like he was so prepared to do anything to become famous. Could that be what a lot of the like, probably? You, do you know what I mean? You have it's, no idea what's like, going through their head. It's like New Zealand when uh, the mate he shot yeah. the mask. He live screen live streamed the whole thing and like, said Facebook subscribe live... to PewDiePie. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> like he live streamed the whole thing like through Facebook Live, and it made he got what he wanted. It made him famous, but all for for the wrong reasons. reasons. Like yeah, we all want to be famous. So. Like, that's why, well, it's not why, but that's in a way why we why we do this podcast. Yeah. And like we we. But well, we're not have... getting to the point where it's like we're not getting the views. Let's go kill someone. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just there's ways and means, people. Oh, ways and sake. means. But it just seems like because of social media and stuff like that, that's the thing what always roots down to. Of course it does. Especially for the for our younger generation, like it's always like they want to be seen. And they're prepared to do absolute diabolical things to get it. To get it, and it, it's just fuck. It's man. sad. It's just fuck. But nah. Fuck human race. Fuck human race, mate. <laughs> See, this is why I I love my cryptids and stuff like that because they, it's always that chance they might be exist or might not exist. It's just that fan. I'm in like yeah, that fantasy you, land yeah. where I could just get away from the human race, and that's why I, that's why I think that's a massive reason why I do it. I think honestly that might oh, that might be one of the main reasons I cover this sort of stuff because I hate the human race. I want to exploit them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> when well, I say I hate the human race, don't no one has to worry about me. I'm not getting to the point. Oh, I hate them. I'm gonna fucking commit. Yeah, nah. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. <sighs> like you, you're not. You, you don't just want hate... to grab the planet itself, shake it, going fucking sort it out. Yeah, it's because you don't hate people. You have well, you probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. What I mean is, you don't hate people. Is it in a group like a group of people? You just hate the whole wider picture, the, the yeah. actual the actual species yeah. because of what we're well, capable yeah. of, what we're doing. Not actual like group of a group. No, of yeah, people. you know that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So you, yeah, that's why you, I, we're... I hate humans, but I don't. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. That's why you. So, no, you like, if anyone's listening, you don't have to worry. You can come up and say hello to me. I will happily have a conversation with yeah, you. I'm just on I'm about saying. the bigger picture. Yeah, that's why I'm saying, like, don't have to worry. He's gonna shoot you because <laughs> he don't hate people. As you know, what I mean, he just hates the whole human race. Oh, Mister Mister, he's gonna have an autograph. Fuck off. <laughs> I'll open you up like a ten of beans, you cunt. <laughs> no, no, you gotta worry about that. No, no, no. <laughs> Fuck's sake. No, just, no, I think be careful who you trust. Yeah, you? I think that's <laughs> that is the main thing we we're going to take away from this episode. Be careful who you trust. Yeah, like again, it, uh, we do apologise. It has been a bit of a dark and deep episode, but yeah, like we said, we're covering British serial killers, especially for our generation. He is one of the most well known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> and it's justice mm. to the families. Well, yeah. not justice to the families. That's wrong at all. But I mean, what am I trying to say, Ed? It, it's just we're we're on their side. Yeah, <laughs> we're on raising their... awareness. Yeah, right. Yeah, that is it. Yeah, raising awareness because you just don't know who yeah. it's about. Just if you don't know the person, just don't fully trust them just yet. Do you know what? I some I saw something the other day and it was like the you know the sad reality when it comes to serial killers or any murder in general, mm. they're the ones that are remembered, not the victims. Yeah, that is like yeah. honestly. We could say countless serial killers. We could list them off and be yeah. here all day. I cannot name hardly any victims no. whatsoever. I no. mean, okay, I know these two. Yeah. I know 
see, I've gone brain dead. Yeah. I know Keith Bennett, like the little boy that was never found from the Ian Brady and Myra yeah. Henley. But Fred and Rose West killers off the top of my head, I can't name one. No. Fucking Ted Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy. I can't name a single no. one. No. That's no. the sad reality. They're the cunts that are remembered, not the ones, the innocent people that... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's... It, and like especially I think because like especially I think we've said it before but like with the Dharma series like it got so fantasized yeah like Dharma was getting fantasized and it and even Courtney like I'm not trying to outdo her like call her out here but there was points where she felt sorry for him I'm like he killed it at people like you can't feel sorry for people no. like that like he was a monster yeah that's what I mean it's fucking mad but they've done it in a way where they did feel sorry for yeah. him. So like, that's wrong. That's wrong. It's should be, so bad. If you, even if it, even if it's not true to the story, make him out like the evil, ugly fucking that's monsters. That's why I what like. That's why I quite like the Ted Bundy film because it was it showed what he was doing and it showed how easy he was to sort of manipulate people. Yeah. But it showed it from her aspect where she didn't believe it at first mm. until we got to the end and she's like, Nah, he was a vile piece of shit. Yeah. It weren't glor- glorifying him. Nah. Do you know what I mean? It was. Yeah, he. If anything, he was just, he was like a side character. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. But that's the same. I think if they if they make films about serial killers now, dramatize the fuck out of it. Just make them out like they are horrible creatures, so then people will not feel sorry for exactly. them. Exactly, that's the only way. Yeah, hundred percent. Only way. Fucking cunts. But nah, I think I'm about done, boy. <laughs> yeah, fair. fair. What are we doing next week? Next week we are going to talk. It's a it's kind of it's do with people actually. It's not actually a monster. No, nothing. It is. We're going to be talking about the Sawney Bean Clan. <laughs> Fuck you! What the Sawney Bean Clan? <laughs> they're a, a group of people in uh, Scotland, and they were cannibals. Oh, and it was they um, influenced like the Hills of Eyes. Oh, did they? Yeah, well, yeah. Mad and things like that. These are fucked up. It, it, but these, these, this was like medieval times. That's why. Oh right, a myth. Like it's not, right. it's not fucking fully concrete proof. Yeah, and it might not be a very like that long of an episode. To be fair, but I remember hearing about it. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, they lived in a cave, and I think they ate like was it three to four hundred people. Fucking hell! Was, I, mean, I might be completely out out of way, but it was a lot of people, and it was like I, they were just like weary travellers. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. Just, they, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, it was like hills of eyes. Like, yeah, were just walking about like in the woods or something. They were like, yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> fucking. And they were in, and they were inbred as well. Ah. So that's why it's like hills of eyes or yeah. wrong turn kind of. Thing. Oh, both of them. Yeah, oh, that film's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> they're so funny. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what we'll be doing next week. Decent. Mm. So it sounds a bit different for me, really, talking actually about people. Yeah, I know. What's going on here? Yeah, they <laughs> First Urban Legends, they're people. Yeah, I know. They don't have wings. They don't have fangs. <laughs> they don't have fucking scales. They don't, you know what I mean? It's weird. There's no. There's not really a supernatural <laughs> element to them. Like, I don't know what. They just shag the sisters and numb on legs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the episode done, then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I know like, it has been a very difficult episode. Yeah. Hopefully, we've made it a bit more enjoyable. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult. Yeah, but um, if you got this far, thank you. You can follow us on Facebook, which is Missing Mysteries in Black and White. 
You can follow us on Instagram, which is Mysteries underscore. You can email us. I know we got one, but you can still email <laughs> us, please. <laughs> Pretty please. Uh, Mysteries at Outlook.com. You can subscribe, and sadly, uh, not the many can't watch us, but you can still be able to listen to us on YouTube, which is Mysteries. But again, e- easiest way is to find us on Facebook mm-hmm. and go through the link through there. And what, but once you're subscribed on YouTube, it's a lot easier. It'll come up on your subscription page, exactly. sort of thing. Exactly, so it's a lot easier. And you get and press the bell so you get notified. Yeah, boy. Oh, I feel oh. like YouTube saying that. <laughs> um, like a comment on the videos, or, well, they used to be videos. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, listen to us, uh, Josh. Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, Podchaser, Player FM, and iHeartRadio. Fantastic. Let's say soon, very soon, we'll be releasing a Patreon Mm -hmm. where we'll be doing all sorts such as watch-alongs, giveaways, merch discounts, um, behind the scenes, uh, special episodes um, where it'll be like one-off, like that won't be just in the UK, that'll be anywhere. No, yeah, that'll be anywhere and everywhere. Um... Uh, we'll be doing plans and uh, preparations for different hunts and investigations on there. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Yeah, I've covered most of it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and there'll probably be more. We'll, yeah. we'll have to see, but no, that's fair. Like, let's say it'll be a three-tiered system. Top tier. Oh, I kind of like what Liam said, you know. Yeah, I quite, I quite like it. Should we go over it? Yeah, I think so. Right, so I just want to say a massive thank you to our friend Liam McGuinness. He probably hasn't listened to this, but <laughs> <laughs> someone who knows who has, I'll probably tell him. <laughs> he's a good mate, but he's, he don't fucking listen to us. <laughs> uh, he came up with the idea for our free tier system, which was... What was myths, mysteries, and legends? Yeah, so the bottom tier will be a myth, so that will be like you'll get like a few bits and pieces. Then there will be mysteries, which is the middle tier, which will be same as bottom tier, but plus a few more. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have legends tier, where you'll get the fucking lot. lot. <laughs> so yeah, so please, 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 please consider it yeah no i'm not saying let's say it's not going to break your bank hopefully <laughs> so and it let's say it will help the podcast reach to new levels and it will help us do more content M- yeah it. make better and more more and better content yeah that's simply it let's say we're not going to profit from it whatsoever no. it'll simply it'll be all put back to the podcast mm-hmm. and to our youtube channel so but um yeah i think that's pretty much everything yeah so back again apologies this has been a bit of a dark episode but hopefully you have stuck through it and if you have thank you very much for listening and we'll see you in the next one bye see ya